0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Monash. It's not very often that a show queued for publication on Monday morning gets pulled in favor of a breaking story. It's also unusual to have a Federal Reserve announcement on a Sunday afternoon. The markets woke up on Monday morning to a new era of zero interest rates in the U.S., in a coordinated effort with five other central banks to ensure liquidity in the international markets. The Federal Reserve slashed its benchmark interest rate to near zero on Sunday and said it would buy $700 billion in Treasury and mortgage-backed securities in an aggressive bid to prevent further market disruptions, aggravating what's likely to be a severe slowdown from the COVID-19 pandemic. The Fed's rate-setting committee said in a statement on Sunday, The coronavirus outbreak has harmed communities and disrupted economic activity in many countries, including the United States. Federal Reserve is prepared to use the full range of tools to support the flow of credit to households and businesses. As we've talked about before, it's not entirely clear what these moves are intended to accomplish in the broader economy. The slowdown wasn't caused by a lack of liquidity in the market. We've got an unprecedented simultaneous drop in both demand and supply due to the coronavirus outbreak. It's not like the drop in interest rates is going to stimulate me to hop on a cruise ship next week. The Federal Reserve is basically allowing banks to buy treasury bills, up to $500 billion worth, and in addition, they're going to take $200 billion in mortgage-backed securities onto the Fed's balance sheet. The president at 6 p.m. on Sunday said that if the Fed needs to buy more than $200 billion, it will. In his remarks, Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said that he was seeing stresses in the market for agency mortgage-backed securities, specifically Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. He said this was necessary to enable refinance activity and to enable buyers to continue to buy new homes. So the Fed is clearly seeing a credit crisis emerging from the economy screeching to a halt in just a matter of days. The Fed also said that banks could use their capital and liquidity buffers to lend, and they've reduced the reserve requirement ratios to 0%, effective on March 26. Now that's an astounding statement. I mean, think about it. The banks are no longer required to maintain a deposit reserve. The Fed's going to print an infinite amount of money, and it's going to allow the banks to print an infinite amount of money as well, fully backed by the authority of the U.S. federal government. As a key regulator of the banks, the Fed said the financial institutions should feel comfortable tapping into the discount window as a tool for addressing potential funding pressures. Now, in the past, banks have been reluctant to use the direct lines of funding because of the stigma associated with relying on the Fed for emergency funds. The Fed also reduced the interest rate in the discount window down to 0.25%, and these lines can be accessed for up to 90 days. The banks have more recently opted to use the repo market instead of the discount window, because there's less of a stigma associated with using overnight repo market to generate liquidity when the banks have funding pressure on a daily basis. We've seen the Federal Reserve pump over $400 billion into the repo market earlier this week. Despite the aggressive move, the market's initial response was very negative. The Dow futures on Sunday night pointed to a decline of more than a 1,000 points at the Wall Street opening bell on Monday morning. The stock futures hit a limit, which automatically stopped trading activity whenever there's a decline of 5% or more. In Canada, the Bank of Canada cut its main policy rate by half a percentage point on Friday, and the European Central Bank sought to reassure investors and governments about its support A day after Central Bank President Christine Lagarde sent unnerving signals of a limited response coming from Frankfurt. China's Central Bank also pumped about $80 billion into commercial banks as part of its continuing efforts to ensure the stability of its financial system. And Australia's Central Bank also added funds to its banking system. On Saturday night, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin said his agency would advance funds to businesses so they could meet paid sick leave requirements under a new House bill to combat the COVID 19 outbreak. In a statement late on Saturday night, Mr. Mnuchin said employers will be able to use cash deposited with the IRS to pay sick leave wages. In essence, the funds on deposit with the IRS for payroll tax could be used as a line of credit for paying sick leave. The businesses that wouldn't have sufficient taxes to draw from, the Treasury would make advances to cover those costs, he said. It's important to remember that this sounds like a loan, and the terms for repaying the loan are not at all clear. Mr. Mnuchin said the measures were aimed at helping businesses that may have cash flow problems related to disruptions from the virus. So folks, now is the time when businesses need to be taking the necessary steps to both conserve cash and reduce expenses. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.